Sending our lives come to pass. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I am very happy to be here to minister the word of God. I want to I want to preach within 25 minutes and then I'll be out of here. So um, it's going to be very simple, and I trust that God will touch our lives. Amen. Amen. I am preaching on the topic, I am a product of the supernatural. I am a product of the supernatural. 
Tell somebody, I am a product of the supernatural. I am a product of the supernatural. Tell another person that I am, I am a product of the supernatural. And tell yourself that I, especially me, I am a product of the supernatural. Hallelujah. Um, when we were having the praises, by the grace of God, today I want to minister as a prophet. Is it allowed? No. Oh, is it allowed? No. When the praises was going on, the Lord opened my eyes and I realized that there was a cloud of glory. I saw this cloud of glory in the house and then all of a sudden I saw a company of angels who had descended into the church building. And then I realized that they were happy, they were rejoicing. And then I heard one of them say, that I have come to complete what has begun in the lives of people. And the prophecy that came today said that whatever I have begun, I have come to accomplish it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to stand in the authority of God and I want to prophesy over every soul here that whatever the Lord has started in your life, whatever the Lord has Minister 25 minutes, hallelujah. Amen. Five minutes is gone already. Uh-huh. So the, the, the presence of the angels and the presence of the cloud is the supernatural, but I want to go into it. One thing I want you to know is that God is supernatural. And anybody that is born of God is a product of the supernatural. God is supernatural. If a dog can give birth to a dog and a mouse can give birth to a mouse, then the supernatural gives birth to the supernatural. So anybody that is born of the supernatural is a product of the supernatural. One thing I want you to know is that with this issue about supernatural things, God has put in every man a certain desire at least to know more about the supernatural. So if you ask every Christian, every, every person around, you realize that everybody wants to know God more. Everybody wants to hear the voice of God. Everybody wants to see vision at least. All because God has put a certain desire in your heart. And the purpose of God for man According to Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, when God created man, the purpose of, of, of God for man was that man would have dominion. Man would take charge over the entire world. But that one cannot be done unless you are a product of the supernatural. Do you get it? So anybody who is a product of the supernatural has the ability to take dominion and charge over his world. When we talk about the natural, I want to explain the word supernatural, and then I will talk very briefly and we pray. When we say the natural, any man or woman who lives in the passion of his or her senses, your ears, your eyes, your feelings, when you are living in that passion, 
with your life, then you are a natural man. So, a natural person is a product of the natural. Anybody that has been born of the natural is a product of the natural. So, if you live your life, your Christian life, according to what you see, what you hear, what you feel, somebody says that I came to church today and I felt the presence of God. So, the, the, the feelings are not used to worship God. We don't use feelings to worship God. And we don't look at what we see to worship God. The Bible says, and the just shall live by faith and not by sight. So, we, if you are a man or a woman who is living according to your senses, according to James chapter 3 verse 15, and Jude chapter 1 verse 19, if you are such a person, then you are a product of the natural. And then, when we talk about the supernatural, the supernatural refers to any man or woman who is born of God and is living according to the leadings of the Holy Spirit. So, if you are a Christian, you are born of God, that is not the end. You need to walk according to the leadings of the Spirit. When you are walking in the leadings of the Spirit, it means you are a product of the supernatural. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The heavens stands for the supernatural, and the earth stands for the natural. So, God created the supernatural, and he created the natural. But one thing that you need to understand is that anybody who lives in the supernatural has the ability to control affairs in the natural. Let me tell you, grammar is good, but grammar is a product of the natural. Beauty is good, but beauty is a product of the natural. Academic degrees and doctorate degrees are good, but all those degrees are products of the natural. And the devil is not afraid of the natural. You cannot go and stand in the, in the face of the devil and begin to speak grammar. The devil will slap you. You cannot go and stand in the face of the devil and say, Devil, look at me. I have my master's degree. I have my, uh, my doctorate degree. Therefore, this sickness, I command you out of my life. The devil cannot go with your doctorate degree. Am I talking to somebody in church? somebody in church. The devil is not afraid of anybody or anything that is a product of the natural. However, anybody that is a product of the supernatural, the devil is afraid of the person. Oh, you, are, you didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what I said. When you read the book of 1 John chapter 4, it says that, Beloved, ye are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. For greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. If you are a product of the natural, you are greater than the world. Oh, you are not in church. Some people are not here. So, I want to share with you today seven laws of the supernatural. Because of the time, I'm going to share about just four of them or three. And then the ne next time we'll continue with the rest. I want to share with you seven laws. Seven laws or principles of the supernatural. Anybody who wants to be or operate in the supernatural realm. Number one. The first law is the law of the spiritual. The law of the what? Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. The Bible says that John the apostle. The spirit of the Lord came upon John. And God said, John. I am going to reveal a lot of things to you. So John wrote the book of Revelations. All those things in Revelations, it was John who received them. How did John 
received those supernatural things. John received those things when he went to the island of Patmos. There was an island called the island of Patmos. And when John got there, the Bible said that John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the Lord spoke to me. Anybody who wants to operate in the spiritual or, or in the supernatural must always be in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. When you see a sheep saying amen to another sheep, you will say that the sheep is bleating. But the sheep may be talking to his fellow, fellow friend sheep. When you see a dog barking, you will say that the dog is barking. But the dog may be telling his fellow dog that the armed robbers are coming. So all of you stay on guard. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. For God is supernatural. God is spirit. For you to be able to walk in the supernatural, you need to come to the level of God. And that level of God is the level of the spiritual. You need to be in the spirit to be able to assess the spirits. Anybody who has access to the supernatural was formerly in the spirit. So natural things cannot assess supernatural things. But it is only those who are able to enter and be in the spirit that can also have access to the supernatural. Some of you, you are here, you have never heard the voice of God before. Some of you are here, you have never had visions before. Some of you have never seen angels before. But today, I have come to uh, ignite some fire in you so that you'll be crazy for God from here. That you will move to the next level of your Christianity where now you begin to talk supernatural. The other day, I was there. When the Lord spoke to me, God gave me a telephone number. I was sitting with my friend. And I said, David, take your mobile phone. 024 6882232, whatever. And I said that the person you have dialed the number, he is called Attack. He is a taxi driver. He is an elder of the Church of Antico. Tell him that God said that it shall be well with him. Then the guy dialed the number. When he dialed the number, the person answered the call and said, I can't hear you. I'm driving. I'm driving. Then I said, oh, Okay. Then later on, when he called, he said, please, you called me, I was driving, I'm a taxi driver. So I was driving, that is why I couldn't pick the call. Then he said, uh, Adam, uh, please, what is your name? Then he said, my name is Atta. Atta. Then I asked him, are you an elder of the church? He said, I'm an elder of the church. Hallelujah. For you to be able to assess the supernatural, you need to be in the spirit. There is no way your physical eyes and your physical ears can hear or see the things of the supernatural. For you to be able or the ability for you to have access into the supernatural depends or is determined by your ability to be in the spirit. There are some of you here, the job you are looking for, if only you were in the supernatural, by now you have gotten it a long time. Some of you, the husband you are looking for, if only you were working in the supernatural, by now, you have gotten it already. But we are using our physical eyes to look for the thing because the Bible says, watch and pray. 
Hallelujah. Look into somebody's eyes and tell the person, you are a product of the supernatural. The second law is the law of sacrifice. Say the law of sacrifice. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6 verse 8 that whatsoever a man sows, he shall what? He shall what? He who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And the Bible says in Exodus chapter 3 verse 1 and 2, Moses was tending his flock. He was looking after his, his father-in-law's flock. And as he was caring for the flock, the Bible says that he, he left the flock at the backside and decided to go to a bush that was burning, that was on fire. But the bush wasn't burning. He left the flock. Those days, when we say flock, flock were like today companies. Flock were valuable things. Flock were very expensive things. I mean, sheep and goats. If you are owning such a thing, then you are very rich. But Bible says that he left those things. That is what we call sacrifice. Some of you, you cannot sacrifice your stomach for one day. Some of you, you cannot sacrifice your stomach for just six to six because you think that uh, your stomach problem will come. If you are not able to fast and pray, how can you assess the supernatural? How many of us here have done one week fasting before? Let me see by hand. Seven days. How many of us here have done uh, 30 days before? 30 days fasting. Oh, only one. Are you, are you stretching or you are raising your hand? <laughs> Hallelujah. The law of sacrifice. If you want to see a juju man's power, there are variations of juju men. Adbalaba. When you want to see the strength of a juju man, it, is, it can be measured by the sacrifices he has made. Some of the juju people, when you go there, they, they have killed a goat and used the blood for spiritual things there. When you go to some other shrines, they have killed a young man. Other people today have used pregnant women. And some places today kill babies and use their blood for sacrifice. So the power you have is determined by the sacrifice you make. So the one who has used a, a young man's blood, that power there cannot be compared to the one who has used a, a small baby's blood. Those two people are powerful than them. You need to learn how to sacrifice today if you must walk in the supernatural. My prayer for you is that today, after listening to this word, may God push you into the realms of the supernatural. The third law, then maybe I will end there, is the law of communication. The law of communication. When I say communication, I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about prayer. Some of us, we cannot pray for just 30 minutes. Today, before I, I, I came here, I have to pray for one hour. I don't just go to places and go and preach. I, I need to stay in the presence of God. Uh, what, the least, uh, this one is not boasting. I am sharing with you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes I am praying and before I realize I'm sleeping already. I think I'm praying, but before I realize I'm sleeping. Sometimes the, the least I can, I can pray. When I say I have prayed, then it is three hours. Some of you, you have not prayed for one hour prayer before. Let me see by hand how many of us who have prayed three hours before, three hours. Only you. I'm not talking about coming to church. Only you. How many of us have prayed seven hours before? Let me see. Seven hours. Is somebody stretching over there? 
How many of us have prayed 14 hours before? Let me see. Do you know why in the end time we are not seeing so much miracles? It is because people cannot spend time in the presence of God. I have come to Egypt. I want you to live here and lock yourself in the room and pray for one hour, pray for two hours, pray for three hours, pray for four hours, pray for seven hours without getting tired. I want you to go back and go back with a mentality of prayer that without prayer you cannot. The other day, as we saw Duncan Williams said something, he said that prayer is a necessity for survival. In other words, when you are not praying, you are dead. Anybody who calls himself a Christian and the person is not praying is a dead Christian. Ladies and gentlemen, I have come to announce to you today that if you just rise to your feet, if you just rise to your feet and begin to pray, the Lord shall lift you up. my message. If they say tight is striking your profit into ten, everything you get, is it true or false? So if God gives us 24 hours a day, 24 hours a day, if you divide by ten, it's how, how much? Two hours what? Which is equivalent to three what? Three hours. That is why I pray three hours every day. So if God has given you 24 hours to live free life, that means that you are expected as a Christian to be spending not less than three hours in the presence of God every day. If you are not praying, you are praying. Did you hear what I said? Yes. If you are not praying, you are doing what? You are praying. Are there some people praying in the house? I pray that I will see a woman here who will go back and one day lock himself up and be praying for 30 minutes and the 30 minutes will be up and say I am not satisfied, I want to go one hour and you pray and the one hour will be up and say no, I am not satisfied, I want to go for 3 hours I want to go for 7 hours and I'm telling you, by the time you come out of the prayer chamber ah, you'll be walking in the supernatural somebody shout yes I'm telling you spend time on your knees doing prayer in your prayer chamber. By the time you come out of the prayer chamber, you become a dangerous human being. A dangerous human being. The first person I prophesy to in this place is uh, Sally. I didn't know her. I was here for the first time. One day the Lord took me to uh, some place. I don't want to talk about it. Hallelujah. But the Lord is speaking to me right now that on my right side, one, two, three, four, five. Count one, two, three, four, five for me. One, two, three, four, five. The fifth row. Stand up, please. The fifth row. Today, when I was on my bed praying, I'm speaking to you. When I was in my bed praying, 
the Lord took me and I came to the church. And I saw myself standing in the church. And on my very right side, I saw some people standing up, like the way you are standing up. And it was one, two, three, four, five, the fifth row. And the Lord said to me that those people st sit standing on that row, he said that it is your time for a special breakthrough. Yeah. I thought you'd say a bigger amen to that. Yeah. I pray that whatever the Lord has said concerning you will come to pass. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Sit down. That is why when you come to church, when they say that come and sit there, you have to go and sit there. When the usher says go and sit there, you have to go. As I'm sitting, as I'm standing here right now, the Lord is telling me something. There is a woman here, um, you have taken seed, and then they, are, they have planned some kind of things for you against your pregnancy, and they want, to, uh, they want to abort your pregnancy in the realms of the spirit. But the Lord is telling me, the Lord is telling me, he keeps telling me right now, he keeps telling me right now, that I am going to deliver her. So wherever you are, I don't know you. I wish I would be led by the Spirit to go to the person. But wherever you are, I pray that any attack on your life, today we lay a sabotage against it. We lay an embargo against it in the name of Jesus. There is a young woman here. Your boyfriend is called Evans. After church, come and see me. That boy, we talk about him. Hallelujah. There's another woman here. Can I talk to somebody? There's another woman here. Um, you have an ear problem. The woman in white, can I talk to you? You. Are you in white? Or you are not in white? Are you sick? Can I talk? Can, I, can you ask, stand small? Let me see you. Okay. God bless you so much. Are you in white? Are you the only person wearing white straight here? Is she the only one? I'm talking about, are you wearing white from top to down? Yes, because when I was praying in my bed, God told me that a woman will come to church. He's wearing white from top to down. My time is up. Let's continue some other time. But um, God said that there's a woman who comes to church. He's wearing white uh, from top, white, white, top to down. And that woman needs a miracle. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it sometime uh, after church. There are some other things I can't say it in public. Okay? But God says that it is your time of visitation. Okay? May God visit you. Hallelujah. My time is up. Can I talk to somebody? My time is up. But I'm believing God that uh, whatever you see, when the prophecy came, prophecy said that I have come to complete. So I want to announce by divine authority. I want to announce to Elder David and uh, uh, Osom and Elder James. I want to announce to you that whatever the Lord has said concerning you will come to pass. Amen. And I want to take this platform and announce to the entire church that whatever the Lord has, you have been waiting for the marriage. You have been waiting for the job. You have been waiting for all those things. But I'm telling you, if you begin to walk in, in the supernatural and you begin to do some of these things I have taught you today, it shall never be a struggle. It shall never be a problem. What you think will never end. It shall begin to end. I have come to announce to you that no condition is permanent. I, I want to 
12 o'clock, pray till 3 a.m. midnight. If you like, you can sleep for one hour again. You will see the things God will tell you. God bless us all. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I believe you are blessed. 